Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Level Up with Dave, the podcast designed for anyone that is interested in daily personal growth. I, of course, am your host, David Estes. Please hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss an episode. And just a reminder to check out last week's episode where we discussed finding joy in the little, little things. It was a really fun episode to record for me because it is just something that I have been naturally practicing on a daily basis. And so it was fun to share and hopefully inspire some of you. Uh, my DMs and messages are always open, so please feel free to share uh, how this has been going for you. On today's episode, we will be talking about the power of writing your former past self a letter. What do I mean by this? So we all have different triggers or things that, you know, kind of make us feel a certain way. And sometimes we're not sure as to why we feel a certain way. And a lot of times these could be tracked to back when we were a kid, right? Anywhere from, you know, ages, you know, two, three, seven, eight, 10, 11, 12, right? So if you can kind of identify what it is that is bothering you and then try and figure out where it came from, or of course, you know, via therapy or a coach, uh, find out where this is coming from and identify the general time that it happened in your life. You can then sit down and write yourself a letter and I'll explain to you what I mean by that. So let me paint you a picture. So imagine something comes up, right? And, and you're just feeling really stressed out, anxious and triggered by it. And you then kind of figure out that, you know, when you were seven, whatever happened, happened. And now you sit down and you write yourself a letter. And the way you write it and the way that you approach this is by thinking that you're in the room sitting with little you and you are talking to them, right? So you're not talking to your current self, you're talking to your past self. And as you're sitting there and talking to them, you are acknowledging and hopefully, you know, moving past whatever it was. And of course, everyone is different. Every situation is different. Um, this is not the end all be all, but it's just something that can help you. It's something that helped me recently, and I'll share that with you guys. Um, but we often look back on the past and think, if only I knew then what I know now, right? So writing a little letter to your past self is like a mini memoir. You're writing about the past with knowledge of the present. So while you can't travel back in time, unless you are the Flash, right? Or Marty McFly, uh, you, you can't go to the past, but you can write a letter to yourself and really be present and really feel the emotions of that. So this allows you to bridge your past, present, and future selves, right? Because it's gonna affect your future with wisdom that can only come from hindsight. So um, many people would probably like to be able to go to the past and talk to the child and teenager that they used to be, uh, or even the young adult who had a, such a hard time in middle school and high school, maybe even college, right? So hopefully right now you're kind of, you have your wheels turning and you're probably thinking of a specific moment in your life, or maybe not, and that's okay. Uh, you know, but but think of that version of yourself and that's who you would dedicate a few words to. Uh, so for myself, I just wanted to be vulnerable and share this with you. Uh, a couple of years ago, one of my friends who does um, healing specifically with, you know, tying past traumas to current events, 
<clears throat> did this exercise with me and you know she kind of guided me through a meditative state got me into the right state of mind which is very important for this and and then as we started talking about you know the issue that was bothering me and for me the issue specifically was kind of feeling like I'm never enough feeling like I always need to do more and you know more and more and no matter what I would do I would just I always felt like it was not enough and then that was causing me still causing me I'm still working on this to be a people pleaser and that then translates into just you know going out of your way to make other people happy all the time all the time and it gets tiring you know it really does and so when we kind of went you know back in time we discovered that for me uh, this issue stemmed from like ages five to seven and of course this is something that just came to me and i just said it and when i said it out loud it surprised me that number one i like vividly remembered it even though it was in my subconscious and then how much of a like a, an emotional response it gave me and it was pretty freaking cool you know i'm sitting there like teary-eyed and thinking about this and it was pretty awesome you know because it was it felt like a little mini breakthrough but what it took me to was uh so back when i was a kid uh, my biological father who's not in my life anymore but uh, he was at the time he would kind of always say things along the lines of you know come on dave man up man up you gotta you gotta man up and ironically enough he himself was a terrible father um, not a great husband not a good provider uh, i mean he just you know he he was our connection was fun, you know, playing Nintendo games, going to the arcades, buying me toys, right? So, of course, we had the cool father-son connection at that age for me. But as we, as my friend and I currently went through this process, it, it made me realize that this is where a lot of this was coming from. Him and specifically his brother, so my, my uncle, were the ones that would say this. And they weren't, you know, it wasn't like physical abuse or you know, anything really past that even, but it was just a consistent thing. And I was a very cautious kid. And, you know, so that's kind of what prompted them to say that. So once I identified it, I then once I was ready, I think it was maybe later that evening, I sat down and just wrote a letter to myself, you know, and, and acknowledged myself and said that I can only imagine what this feels like for you. But, you know, you are five, six, seven years old, you are amazing and you're thoughtful and just kind of went through all the things that I thought that I did well back then and acknowledged myself for all of that and then said that there's nothing wrong with being cautious and careful. Uh, as a matter of fact, I praise myself for it because I said you are very empathetic and people feel very comfortable around you and you allow people to feel the best that they can, even kid you. You know, and so when I when I wrote that, I felt so much better. You know, now did it solve everything and make everything go away? Of course not. But you know, it's 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 just like the gym. You go to the gym consistently for your body, and so this is the gym for your mind. Something that I might have to continue to work on for quite some time. And by the way, doing this exercise for me, it's not the most comfortable thing talking about this, but. Uh, it's in a sense acknowledging and, and moving forward as well and it feels pretty awesome so thanks for listening to my vulnerable thoughts here uh, so a few different points specifically 15 um, as to 
why writing yourself a letter is good. So number one, it gives you closure and healing. Addressing unresolved issues or past regrets in the letter can provide a sense of closure. It allows you to express feelings, forgive yourself, or acknowledge personal growth, which can then contribute to emotional healing. Number two, empathy and compassion. Writing to your past self requires you to be empathetic and compassionate toward your younger self. This exercise can help you practice self-compassion and extend that empathy to your current and future self as well. Number three, acknowledgement of emotions. So writing a letter allows you to acknowledge and express the emotions you experienced during that time in your life. By putting your feelings into words, you validate your emotional experiences. Number four, addressing unresolved issues, regrets, or pain from the past can provide a sense of closure for yourself. It allows you to say things you wish you had said or process lingering emotions that have been there for many, many, many years in some cases. Number five, self-compassion. Writing to your former self often involves offering compassion, understanding, and forgiveness. It helps you to let go of self-blame and replace it with self-compassion which is essential for healing. And that's pretty much what I mentioned to you guys that I was doing in my letter to my former self. Well, not my former self. I still was me, just the younger version of me. So number seven, learning, I'm sorry, number six, perspective shift. As you write to your former self, you gain perspective on the past. You may realize that your past actions and decisions were influenced by circumstances, circumstances limited knowledge or emotional struggles. This shift in perspective can reduce self-criticism. Number seven, learning and growth. The process of writing encourages self-reflection. You can identify lessons learned from the past experiences and consider how they contributed to your personal growth and current resilience, which is pretty cool. Number eight, empowerment. By addressing your past self, you take control of your narrative and you can choose to focus on the positive aspects of your journey and how they have shaped you. This empowerment can boost your confidence and resilience. Number nine, setting boundaries. In your letter, you may establish boundaries and declare your commitment to not repeating past mistakes or allowing certain negative experiences to reoccur. This can be empowering and protective. Number 10, letting go. This is a big one. Writing to your former self can be a symbolic act of letting go of the past. It allows you to release emotional baggage and move forward with a lighter height, uh, heart. Number 11, validation and self-acceptance. When you write to your former self with kindness and understanding, you validate your own experiences and affirm your worthiness of love and acceptance, both from yourself and others. Number 12, clarity and direction. Through reflection, reflection you may gain clarity about your values, goals, and the direction you want your life to take. This clarity can help you make more informed decisions moving forward. Again, this is the part of it that allows you to affect your future self. Number 13, healing ritual. The act of writing can be a therapeutic ritual. Reading your letter aloud or performing a symbolic act like burning it can symbolize a fresh start and closure. Number 14, catharsis. So the process of writing can be emotionally cathartic. 
It allows you to release pent up emotions and find relief from emotional burdens. And finally, number 15, self-awareness. And it just feels good. So by self-awareness, I just mean that you learn so much about yourself by doing this exercise. And in, in, in doing so, it feels damn good, right? Because it feels good to get to know yourself. So here's an example of how you can write the letter. I know I told you guys my personal experience, but um, you start off by addressing yourself, right? So dear, whatever your name is, address the situation that happened in that moment of time. So for example, I know you're having a tough time with blank, 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 right? And then next step is empathize with yourself. I can only imagine what it feels like to blank and blank and blank and, and to have to deal with this, especially at your age and continue on that. And then give yourself some situational advice, right? This is where your experience as an adult comes into play. So you can start off by saying like, the best thing you can do here is blank, blank, blank. You know, continue to do what you're doing. Ignore this. You know, the person giving you the, the advice is not someone that does this on their own, trust me. And so maybe it's, you know, they're just saying this to you because it's like, a, you know, they're reflecting their own problems onto you. And then finally, give yourself self-love and encouragement. So something along the lines of you are incredible. I could see so much in you and know that you will get through this. And of course, get into specific details of the things that you see in yourself and be very authentic and honest. You know, don't bullshit here. Be honest and authentic about this. And of course, you know, when you're doing this, make sure you are in a quiet and peaceful place. Uh, take a few meditative moments before doing this exercise and get into a really good, good headspace. So that's your assignment for this week. Um, I'm excited for you guys to do this, whether it's this week, you know, a week from now, next month, months from now, whenever you feel ready, do this. And, and of course, I encourage you to utilize outside, you know, help for this, you know, maybe, you know, a therapist, life coach, whatever is right for you. All right, so that's all I got for today's episode. Uh, if you enjoyed this content and got something out of it, uh, please share this with someone that you think will benefit from this as well. Uh, post this on your Instagram and Facebook, TikTok, wherever it is that you post things or send it via message, right? Um, as much as I love doing this and, and I get a lot out of it by talking, just by recording the podcast, of course, the more people that can listen and hopefully the more people I can affect and get feedback from, the greater and more amazing this becomes. Also, if you can do me a big favor, take five seconds and leave me a rating and review on the podcast, that's just gonna help grow the podcast as well. And remember this, you're one step closer today than you were yesterday, so keep it up. Thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you and let's keep leveling up together.